Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. What is up, everybody? It's my favorite day of the week. Favorite day of the week. It's podcast day. Yes. This is Ben and Tyler from Diesel Power Products. This is the Diesel Power Products podcast. No, it's not. Nope. It's, it's America's th- Diesel Podcast. You know what? I, I, I've been <laughs> trying not to do that. One of these days, I'm not going to do it, but it's the Diesel. No, you did it again. It's America's Diesel Podcast. America. I'm going to go shoot myself America. later. <laughs> Anyhow. Leaving out America? What? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Uh, make sure you check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, iTunes. Leave us a five star review. Screenshot that bad boy. Send it to Ben at DieselPowerProducts.com or Tyler DieselPowerProducts.com. We'll send you a shirt, dank meme, awkward message, top of the butt crack set. Yes. See, I get that part right. You do. I'm yeah. all about the top of the butt crack yeah. set. If we had an intro song, it'd play now, but like. Well, yeah, we missed the America's Diesel podcast because they kind of changed it on us and was a surprise and was like, well, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. But we're here now. Yeah, here still we Ben and Tyler. We're yes. still doing cool stuff. <laughs> Today, we are talking about gauges. Gauges. Not the ones in your ears from you no. post-hardcore email early 2000s dudes. <laughs> yeah. Or, <laughs> I probably, yeah. four people probably just went, oh, uh, he's talking sorry. about me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, gauges. And, and I mean, it's something that a lot of used trucks already have them. And not a lot of people, maybe, maybe a lot of, maybe a lot of people don't know how to actually read them or even what they mean or what they're even like, what's bad, what's good. I mean, we yeah. get that question a lot. You know, what am I even looking at? <laughs> and I, I, I usually, you probably hear me from time to time stay on the phone. Listen, gauges are only as good as the guy looking at it. Exactly. I mean, if you don't know what they're, if you don't know what they mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's true. You got to know yeah. what you're looking at. <laughs> yeah. The biggest thing for me was when I first started trying to like buy a used diesel truck, my, my first truck that I ever tried to buy. Everybody kept listing off modifications, gauges. Yeah. And I didn't know quite enough to a point. I was like, why does everybody keep saying it has gauges? Yeah. The truck, what did the truck not come with a speedometer? Did yeah. you have to upgrade it? Like, what? Do these things fail that often? Like, what the hell? Yeah. 
but no. I found out. Yeah, I figured it out. <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> yeah, not not only gauges. I mean, they're they're great for obviously monitoring your truck, um, but it, it it can give you some insight on diagnosing it too if you've mm-hmm. got a problem going on. So, you know, if you don't have a scan tool, but you got gauges, you could sometimes figure out what's kind of going on with your truck. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you actually watch your gauges yeah. and know what they're supposed to read and know what it reads when you do certain things. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a big thing right yeah, there. Yeah, it's kind of cool putting gauges on a truck like in stock form and then slowly modifying it or, or quickly modifding it and then seeing like the changes and what on what on what you're actually doing. Especially tuning. Tuning is probably mm-hmm. the most impressive one just like well for everybody just cuz everybody gets it and mm-hmm. people mostly have gauges on their trucks. Um like you said it's usually one of the first mods they do cuz they look cool. Everybody wants pillar gauges. They do. They look freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like so and we'll talk about it more too yeah. cuz we're actually going to talk about gauges and just other monitoring in general but like yeah. once I first got into diesel trucks I was man I, need, I, need I want like, that three pillar. I want three pillars. I want them on the I was jealous of the Fords. Yeah. Quad pod. Dude, the quad pod. Four gauges on, on the, the roof. Yeah. On the under the dash, on the dash. I want them everywhere. Yeah, even uh, uh, the owner, Brian's, uh, one of his old mega cabs. Mm-hmm. There he had, he had gauges on the pillar. We had gauges on the steering column. He had a dash top mount gauge set. Like, there's just so many gauges on that truck. Gauges on gauges <laughs> on gauges, gauges on stacks gauges. on racks on gauges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can get kind of ridiculous with gauges. But, I mean, there's... There's a couple that we'll go over that are kind of like the, the main ones. And then mm-hmm. there's there's some that you're just like, why? Yes. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, those are the, the flexing gauges. The flexing gauges, The superfluous, yeah. if you want a real yeah. word for it. There's <laughs> yeah. your college word for the day. Well, yeah. Superfluous. <laughs> superfluous. Don't ask me to spell it. Yeah. Spell checked it. <laughs> so we're going to talk about uh, types of gauges. And I think one of the good ones I want to talk about is, you know, the most common gauges. Yeah. So whether you're using a screen to monitor what you have going on or whether you're actually using analog gauges, I'd say make sure you're watching your EGTs, your boost, and for the most part, your trans temp. And I put an asterisk next to fuel pressure because it is a good thing to watch, but it's definitely monumental on some other trucks. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. Like if I had a, a VP44 truck and I had the choice between monitoring fuel pressure or trans temp. I'd probably pressure. monitor fuel pressure over EGT on that truck. Wow. That's a bold yeah. statement. I, you and I would have to fight on that one. I, I, I say EG, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I, I still say EGTs are king. Yeah. Here, here's yeah. my reasoning behind it. I've seen lift pumps fail on completely stock VP44 trucks. True. End up wiping out a VP44. Nothing done. Where that truck is not getting high on EGTs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I'm in, agree- in agreement with you. When you start modifying it, you definitely want to have... EGT gauge on your, on your truck. That is probably the number one gauge that gives you insight on what the truck is doing. It's okay. We'll, Overall. We'll, we'll probably end up oiling up and fighting later on it. Yeah. That's fine. There's your visual. If you don't know what we look like, it's going to be really We weird. just glared at each other in a, yeah. in a way where yeah, I was choking <laughs> in my mind. The background. <laughs> it's getting off topic. Get back on gauges anyhow. <laughs> so you're going to want to make sure you watch your EGTs boost and most of the times fuel pressure. And to watch those, you've got pretty much two routes. You go analog or digital monitor or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Um, analog, they look cool. Yeah. I'm just going to say it, they look cool. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's like Autometer, for instance, they've got a ton of different options, as, mm-hmm. you know, as far as, I mean, they even got the, have you ever played with their custom gauge shop thing? They got their little, yeah, they've got, you can make so many different faces. <laughs> can, they've got factory match stuff too. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can make something completely custom with like your own logo on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, so th- that's kind of cool that they, those guys do, um, like Ispro, which is probably our main one that we sell. Um, they're really good at doing factory stuff, mm-hmm. factory match. 
And that's, I mean, let's face it, that's what most people want when they're building their truck. They want yeah. something that matches their original gauges. Other, I mean, because it just looks kind of out of place when you, yeah, when you don't. But for me, it would have to be like if, because obviously I'm a Ford guy, or whatever. Yeah. Backgrounds on my trucks are usually green. At yeah, night. backlit. Yeah, the green. The backlit. Mm-hmm. I would drive myself nuts if like if the backlight was like red. Yeah. On my gauges, I, red yeah. needles okay, but unless you've changed like every other light inside the cab red, like yeah, I, yeah I'm on the same page with you. On like that. I even like, match my stereo light to the interior light. Yeah. I just I can't stand that stuff. God, man, I've seen some guys out there with some crazy ones. Like, I'm gonna say it, glow shifts. Yeah. <sighs> just don't. I've seen guys with like four different colors of gauges. <laughs> it's Get like, out. What are you doing? I will unfriend you. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> uh, yeah. The downside, you can get cluttered real fast. Yeah. You know, on my, um, the last truck that I had pillar gauges on mm-hmm. was my second gen. Mm-hmm. And one day I, my, so on second gen is the pillars that they're not a full replacement pillar. They're a, a pillar that sits over top and you got to put those little plastic push pins in and, mm-hmm. And hope your wiring harness is nice and tucked. Otherwise, it sticks out. So, what I was one of my couple of my push pins had popped out, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna redo this. I'm gonna take it down, and I'm gonna kind of fix everything. And when I took it when I took it out, and I'm like, okay, I gotta get some wires, some connectors. And I drove my truck without my pillar gauges, and I was like, wow, I can <laughs> see so much more, so much more. Like it's it was it was to the point where I did not put them back back mm-hmm. in. I ended mm-hmm. up actually selling them. Um, and I went with a completely different setup. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's something that they're cool, but then when you have them for a while and you take them down, you're like, wow, they actually like obstruct a bunch of your view. <laughs> but that was just on that second gen. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's other trucks that have a kind of a different, you know, a different kind of shape of the dash. I know third gens are a little bit, uh, a little bit better with that. Yeah. Um, just the kind of the way that the, the second gens are were built. It was just kind of something that was in the way, but, yeah, I mean, there's some cool places you can mount them. I mean, mm-hmm. there's... They don't have um, to be on the pillar. They don't have to be on the pillar. Like, uh, what I ended up going with... Um, God, what did I... Okay, because I had a Quadzilla Adrenaline on that truck. And then I ended up... We went down to Bully Dog for a dyno with a drag truck and ended up winning first place fuel only. And I won a um, Bully Dog GT watchdog. Ooh, and Classic. Uh, well, yeah, but like on a second gen, you're like, you're right. not monitoring much of anything. Right. right. And so, but what I did with it, which was really cool. I thought it was pretty cool was like, this is like before like the monitors, right? Like the, when they really came out and were really cool. Like mm-hmm. I put that boy dog GT on my, um, on my steering column. Image of my steering wheel. It was pretty cool. Actually. <laughs> I liked it. You were fancy. I was fancy. Yeah. Second gen Damn. fanciness. Yeah. I'd let it. What I color put, was that truck? It was, uh, like a, uh, I think Atlantic Blue, Atlantic Blue. I think <laughs> Sorry, it was. I can't keep a straight face. I know what that color is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Atlantic Blue. Yeah, it was a sport. Ooh, dude, it was a slick looking truck. I've seen it. Thing, was it was the stupidest thing I had on it was the 35s on 20s, and I I was young, <laughs> impressionable. Someone had a good set, of, a, a good deal on a set of 20s, and I bought them. It was like I literally probably paid like 400 bucks for them for mm-hmm. a set of 20 inch wheels. And I literally, I went through a set of Toyo MT thirty uh, fives in like, <laughs> like two months. <laughs> like I just well, wasted. If I recall correctly, that had a had a GoGo bottle in it, didn't it? Yeah, I have nitrous yeah. on there. Yeah. I, I just a, a sixty six single. I didn't have biggest fuel in the world, but like I, I and it was a homemade nitrous kit. It wasn't something you could buy. Um, but uh, that's a fun. whole other episode. Tyler's second gen. Yeah, to my second gen. <laughs> my second gen adventures. It was super fun. It was actually really cool playing with nitrous. I know we're completely off topic right now, <laughs> but this is like learning like how nitrous works and, and that because 
I mean, I mean, God, talking about it now, it feels like it's forever ago. Mm-hmm. It was almost what seven years ago now. And I had that. So it just, it, it felt like back then, this was kind of like, there wasn't a lot of people out there kind of playing with, well, I guess there was a lot of people out there playing with nitrous. Don't get me wrong, racers and all that kind of stuff. But there wasn't, mm-hmm. there wasn't nobody around that I knew that had it on their truck. Yeah. You know, driving around. So, <laughs> yeah. I wish I knew Didn't watch there. my gauges in that truck. Turned out for what? <laughs> no <Nothing>. gauges, no <laughs> worries. I couldn't really watch anything on that GT. On Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the, I, I, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it out there. There are some trucks where analog gauges are a better route to go than others. Yeah. Um, second gen's kind of like that. Uh, yeah. Any mechanical, like a 12-valve like OBS yeah. trucks, uh, especially Older like a VE yeah. truck. Uh, the, coming from a 7.3 background, an OBS truck, like I really like the idea of a monitor on there. Yeah. But I, that's, I will recommend guys go with analog gauges. At the end, you'll end up spending the same amount than you would. Well, probably, probably. Well, like on a twelve or a twelve valve standpoint, you're probably mm-hmm. actually spending less on analog gauges than you would a digital because you got to get that twelve valve or the twelve volt That's true, um, yeah. uh, accessory kit and all that with it. So by the time you, in every there's again there's nothing that you can read off that truck. So anything you want to read, you got to buy a, a probe or a sensor for or whatever. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, definitely on those trucks, it's way more cost effective, way more cost effective. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so going away from analog gauges yeah, and there are lots of mounts. We talked about mounts and everything. They look cool. Digital gauges. Yes. So we're talking about, uh, like your, your insight, um, old yeah. school, like watchdog, yeah, watchdog. Like you had. Yeah. uh, the, uh, banks, I dash recently came out. Yep. That looks pretty There's cool. The GTX now that bully dog has and SC, mm-hmm. I think, is it GTX? Which one is that? Is that Bulldog SCT? I can't remember. It's our newest screen, well, which if guys, if anybody yeah. doesn't know out there, which you, you find out just by calling them, Bulldog and SCT are the same company. Yes. Um, so their screens on either one of their platforms are the same. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, this is not like a hit on, like I love my Edge Insights mm-hmm. that I've had, like best monitor hands down. I love the way that that Bulldog or the SCT, whatever the heck that thing was, GTX, mm-hmm. the way that it operated, like the button, yeah. like the, the screen... Screens like, like an iPhone. Yeah. And it, you know, like, I don't think iPhones do it, but I think it's more a Motorola phone thing when you like click something and it gives that little like gyration. Like, yeah. little doot, like that's what that screen did. And I just, <laughs> it felt like you were actually like hitting a button on it. I don't know. I just really liked it. Like the, the interface on it was mm-hmm. super nice. So I'm super excited to see what like Edge is going to come out with next. Cause I'm, I'm fairly certain it's going to be some, not the same platform, but I bet you it'll be, it'll be cool. Yeah. It'll be really cool. Yeah. Especially when they went from the, the original CTS yeah. to the CTS two. Whatever's oh, coming out, I'm sure yeah. they're going to call it the CTS3 or something yeah. you know, way different. And but. I'm surprised there's not more companies that are trying to compete with Edge on that because that is such a popular product. That product I, is awesome. Awesome. I think Edge just had them beat for a they, long time. They do. They kind of still do. Like the, As yeah. far as the expandability. Expandability is key. I, I know it. Banks has been playing with that I-dash. same kind of style on mm-hmm. their, I, their iDash setup. They have that same sort of like daisy chain stacked together mm-hmm. kind of thing. Which is cool. The digital gauge stuff is super cool, and especially the new trucks, because everything's so electronic. Yes, yeah, so you, you can do read, get way more for your money on a digital gauge holy moly. on the new trucks than you did back then. You get like 50 gauges on a new truck. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, any you will have the ability to read any EGT probe in the emission system, whether it be pre or post DPF, EGR. I mean, there's so many things you could read on that. I mean, they even keep track of like, time since last regen and and all someone that can stuff. do a force regen someone can yeah force regen so if you're stocked up and you're not going to drive on the freeway for 
four days <laughs> um you can you know you can for, force it into a region mm-hmm. um but yeah they're super cool as far as what they can what they can do and, and they're cooler on the older trucks too if you want to yeah. spend the money i mean i think the biggest thing that i like about digital gauges and namely the edge insight cts2 it's one i have the most experience with because yeah. i ran one um it's just the alerts that you can set on there and the fact that you are decluttering you've got yeah you don't have a ton of analog gauges everywhere i know we just talked about how like how sick analog gauges are and how yeah. they look at everything like don't get me wrong they're awesome but you can go, kind of go too far with them too you can you can <laughs> for sure go too we are, far yeah actually talking about this like to the point where you're spending your entire time watching every one of your gauges mm-hmm. and not paying attention to the road or not paying attention to anything else and you're just sitting there watching your gauges cool thing with an insight is you can watch all those things and you can set alerts for things that aren't even displayed on your screen exactly and that's what's cool because yeah. you're if you know what what shouldn't get too hot or what shouldn't you know or whatever you that you then can set that alarm and you can just drive around care, you know careless as you know whatever and having fun or doing whatever and you, you as soon as you hear that little ding 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 you let off <laughs> yeah or check something out or see just, what's going on yeah. or just know something's gonna break yeah <laughs> <laughs> throttle out and pray yeah <laughs> Once you see the alarm, it just makes it all easy. And yeah. the thing I like about it too is I can set that alarm, and if someone that maybe isn't super experienced with diesels, yeah, uh, or my wife is driving, yeah, she probably knows more about diesels than a lot of other dudes do, just because she hears us right. talk about it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I can set those alarms and say, "Hey, just drive." And if you if you hear this weird, if it beeps, yeah. just know that if you were doing something out of the ordinary, stop. Or if you yeah. were doing something ordinary and it beeps, it's like, okay, call me. Yeah, 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 for sure. I like that one. Um, also, too, as far as the alerts, if you are super stuck on having analog gauges, there are modules that ISPRO has now that you can add on to set alerts on analog gauges. Yes. It's an added feature on is there. A, does it like bing the light that's on the face of the gauge? Yeah, the it'll give you – I think it's an audible, and uh, <laughs> it'll hit the light on the gauge yeah. to try and get you to you know pay – hey, look at me, pay attention type deal. Yeah. Um, I, I will say it's probably easier to set alerts on the edge inside CTS2. Yeah. But if you're thinking to yourself, like, oh, man, I just spent, like, $3,000 on gauges. gauges. What am I going to do now? I'm like, yeah. don't worry. You can do it still. Do you know cool is if they can make the gauge, like, flash, like, the light, like, make it illuminate and, like, hey, this is the one that has the problem, especially if you've got, like, 30 of them. I think that's what they do. Oh, really? Like, the yeah. whole thing? Like, the whole backlight? Because so. like oh, no, they have just that tiny little it's red light. It's just a little LED in there, Okay, sorry. a little red yeah. light. Yeah. My bad. What if they made the whole gauge like, go that'd be, super bright? That would be cool. Like, yeah, or just yeah. had like a red LED in there that was like, this is the warning light. Yeah. So if it turns your gauge face red, like you're screwed. Yeah. Well, not screwed, but you could be. That'd be interesting. Yeah. It's pro if you're listening. Yeah, if you're listening. <laughs> Holla at your boy. Yeah. <laughs> Expect check in the mail. So we've already kind of talked about in the beginning, but is like... If, if you had to pick one gauge overall, what's it going to be? Who What's king? Yeah. I'm only want to, I want to put one analog gauge in my truck, and that's all I want to do. I think Pyro. we know your exception. I'm going to say Pyro. Pyro. Yeah. Much everything. Say Pyro. Yeah. It, EGTs are key. If you haven't listened to any of our previous episodes, it's their first one. EGTs, exhaust gas temperatures, rule of thumb. Don't want to hold anything about 1250 for a certain amount of time. Yeah. I'm talking really fast because if you listen to us all the time, you probably hear this all the time, so yeah. you probably hit the three second button, whatever you gotta do. Yeah. But <laughs> it's okay to peak. It's okay to peak. Just don't maintain. Mm-hmm. Just don't maintain that anything over twelve fifty, you're you're gonna hurt something. Yeah. Um and, and I wanna jump back to the the fuel pressure on especially the second gen stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. if you wanted to, you don't have to get a fuel pressure gauge. If you wanna be yeah. if you wanna be, you know, you don't want to spend the money on a gauge, but you still wanna make sure that you're safe, warning light. Mm-hmm. BD makes an LED warning light. 
Um, and it basically will just kick this little red or amber LED on your dash uh, when fuel pressure goes below five psi. It's five, yeah. I think, I think it's only like seventy-five bucks or something. Yeah, it's like that. under hundred bucks. Yeah, so, it's like wiring and sensor, everything all included. So I, then I would then revise my statement and say pyro is the most important gauge and at least get a warning light on second gens. I would, yeah. I would agree on so that. So now we, won't, we don't have to yeah. fight now. Now we don't have to oil the fight. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Compromise. <laughs> so th- now we're going to talk about, like, what's the other good stuff to monitor? Remember the basics, like EGT boost, transparent mm-hmm. fuel pressure. What's other good stuff? And don't worry, we're going to get to the superfluous stuff. But, like, what's other good things to monitor? First thing that comes to mind for me is on common rail is rail pressure. Yeah. Um, you can actually do quite a bit of diagnosing with rail pressure as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like rail pressure gauge because it kind of gives you an idea of the health of the fuel system somewhat. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously coupling with a, a lift, you know, low pressure um, gauge as well to make sure you're getting, you know, fed fuel, but you can kind of, again, if your lift pump isn't working and some good diagnosing, you can do some diagnosing with mm-hmm. even a rail pressure gauge because your rail pressure is probably not at where it's supposed to be. So um, I do like a rail pressure gauge. Um, another one, I mean, that's probably the most important one. Other than the one you're you're gonna say no H pop, oh you're that I was, okay or dry pressure. Dry pressure is good too, yeah. but for uh for me seven three guy, H pop. Yeah, I like watching sure. that. that. That's a yeah. It's basically like you're watching your rail pressure. Yeah, uh, it's, it's telling me like what's going on. Yep. Um, we can tell a lot by H pop gauge. Uh, I think dry pressure is awesome too. I was gonna say I have a note on here. I totally went past it. But uh, it goes along the lines of what you're talking about, watching your gauges and mm-hmm. actually knowing what they mean. Yeah. If, if you're, you know, towing or, or you're driving and, and you've got a load on or something like that and you see EGTs are high, boost numbers are low. You, yeah. You can tell yourself, well, maybe I should drop a gear. Yeah. Like you, you can, you know, get more boost. EGT goes down. Power comes up. Yeah. And it's super cool because you could literally watch it. Mm-hmm. You can watch boosts go up and then you'll start seeing EGTs start to creep down. You're like, okay. And then you get that... Then you get that, then you just get that nice little feeling in your gut. You're just like, oh, this, yeah. everything's working. Mm-hmm. Everything's working right. Feels good. Yeah, it does feel good. Feels good, bro. But, but and it's cool because you get in, you, again, you're, you're learning how that engine is operating. You can then take that information and like, you know, different throttle inputs on different loads and different hills and great, you know, whatever. You can kind of, you can get an idea of what your truck does. And that mm-hmm. just helps for you getting parts later. Yeah. Like if you know on certain grades or whatever, you're pulling a hill and you're up in the boost and, and you, you feel like you're not gaining any more boost, but your EGTs just keep creeping. It's like, okay, well, that's an indication. We need some more air. Yeah. We need more air. So turbo upgrade or, or something to increase airflow. I mean, stuff like that. It's gauges are, are, are again, they're, they're only as good as the guy looking at it. Um, it, but they can seriously help out your build like a, a, a ton as mm-hmm. far as, you know, especially with, if you're using your truck for work too. You want to make sure you maintain those driving characteristics. You make sure you, you know, you don't want to kill your towing capabilities, but you still want to have fun. Gauges are going to give you insight on what things are doing and, and let you know on mm-hmm. what you need to do. Yeah. I was, and even then too, like you're driving, you feel like you're low on power. Yeah. You know what your boost numbers usually are in this scenario. And you look at your boost gauge and it's like 10 pounds less than usual. It's like, do I, I, might boot? Have a, I might have a boost leak. Yeah. Something. Yeah. And you can catch it before you fry something. Exactly. Exactly. So, Watch your gauges, folks. Gauges. Yeah. Oh, I just found out what my rant's going to be. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that being said, let's get on to like, this is kind of a funny one. And because yeah. I asked everybody around at separate times <laughs> and everybody had the same answer. <laughs> and I wish I, I, I was going to look up before I came up here 
because I added some gauges that are mm -hmm. specific to a certain vehicle um, that I can't remember exactly what they were, but they were completely like, like what? Like there's a gauge for that? Like how does that read that? But go, you go with the right. Yeah, so <laughs> this is like the superfluous or like, yeah. okay, you're flexing, you need lots of gauges. I need, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm running out of things. I'm a hot to, shotter. Yeah, I'm running out of things to monitor, but I want more gauges. So yeah. I just start buying gauges because I want to monitor <laughs> yeah. things and get that semi look. <laughs> and so I asked all the sales guys and Cooper, even when he walked in, I was like, yeah. in your experience or being around diesel guys in the industry or outside of the industries, industry like what, what's the one gauge or our gauge that people tend to add on there that you're like really like okay like i get it but really is that make you say why yeah like okay <laughs> i see what you're trying to do here but okay there's yeah you could do something better with 200 bucks yeah um, <laughs> but rear differential temperature yeah that's what pretty sure. much everybody said yeah. and okay i get it gail banks don't kill me sorry grandpa like, yeah. or dad <laughs> you're, you're Ah, you're my grandpa. Yeah. My grandpa's age. Um, like no disrespect or anything like that, but like yeah. I, I get it. He's doing actually a lot of research on rear end temperature and uh, fluid dynamics inside there and whatnot. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool with that. But as far as monitoring it, it's like unless you just seem to always blow rear ends because you run them too hot. Yeah. Why? 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 Yeah. <laughs> it, like. To me, like having like, where are you putting that sender? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, how are you mounting that? Like, you're just gonna have this your differential and this eighth inch NBT sender just off your, off the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. Like, you're just gonna rip off, man. <laughs> like, and I guess the golden caveat here is the superfluous gauges. There may be some extreme racers listening to this. Yeah. Okay. Some of these gauges. I understand why you do that. Diagnostics. Absolutely. Diagnostics. And like, cause you need to know, Well, let's get this straight. Like UCC competition trucks, they usually have a pyro on every single every cylinder. cylinder. So, um, this is, they might this even is, have one this pre and post turbo sorry, guys, but yeah, we're not talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so along there, that's the next thing yeah, on their pyro for each cylinder or each head or like, each head. It's like, like okay, okay, power stroke guys. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Like you want to know which bank, if yeah. you really want to know like what side is running, you know, hotter than the other. Okay. But for the most part, you're fine. If you really have that much of a deviation, you've probably got like a misfire or you've mm. got something else going to on. To where you don't need a gauge to tell you what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> like like my truck runs like it. crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no gauge, gauge necessary. To tell me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, I, the one I always, and this is like, it's sort of a dig on 7.3 guys because they don't actually have a temperature degree gauge. They have just an idiot gauge in there. But mm -hmm. coolant temp, I've seen people add coolant temp gauges yeah. on there. It's like, eh, okay, I get it. But I mean, you just need to know if it's like, is it hot? Okay, yeah. cool. I don't need to know what degree my temperature is personally. Yeah. It, it, I'd like to, don't like, get me wrong. But, yeah. yeah, some of those things are like, okay, if it's if it's getting to the point all the time where it's hot all the time and you're going, why? Like, that's an, you know, I don't know. Like, your engine's overheating, your engine's overheating. Mm -hmm. You're going to have other symptoms other than just your gauge getting hot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you've got something else going on. Again. That brings to another thing, too. Like, well, I lost my temperature gauge for my coolant. Why do I need an EGT gauge? If your coolant temp is yeah. already spiking yeah. when you're under a heavy load, that means your EGTs have been through the roof yeah. for minutes already. Yeah. And and it's going to take a minute for coolant temp to really correlate with EGTs. I mean, it's going to take it's not going to be instantaneous where you're running up a hill at 1300 degrees like your coolant temp isn't going to at the same time increase. Mm -hmm. Like there's going to be a little of, of a delay there. I would say at the point, if you're pushing your truck to the point where your EGTs are making your engine coolant too hot, like you've already screwed up. Like yeah. you've got already got issues. Yeah. Like you should for start one, reevaluating. Yeah. You, you literally held 1300 plus going up a hill thinking it was going to be cool. thinking it was going to be cool like that. No. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> 
think we've all done it. Dude, I've done it in my eco diesel, man. I freaking, that thing, I could get that thing up into like 14, 1500. Like, watch this. Yeah. Hold my beer and watch this. <laughs> so we're preaching about EGTs here. Like, they're just a number. I hate to say that they're just a number, but like, everybody, we're all telling you, don't hold this, don't hold that. Like, I've, I've like, in my excursion, yeah, I've like, Tapped, We've done it. Yeah. I've tapped like 16 in a burnout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, gosh, what do I, um, cause guys, are, cause we have a, a 1600 degree pyrometer gauge and a 2000 degree pyrometer <laughs> gauge. And people always ask, well, what, you know, it's the same price. Why not get the two, you know, what, what's why, why the 2000, the 16? I'm like, listen, mm-hmm. if, if you're worried about you pegging out a 1600 degree pyrometer gauge mm-hmm. you've got you've got other <laughs> issues going on bro if you're if you're paying out a 16 yeah yeah the trigger's yeah. already pulled yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know yeah you need to figure out what's going on it was funny so. too because I, I my neighbor was in the back seat and i just had finished explaining to him what the normal egt yeah. operating range was and he was behind me and he could see my insight and he actually took a video yeah and he was like didn't you just explain to me not what to EG, do this but not to do this and all you hear is a 30 seconds like, <laughs> yeah just singing. EGTs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about that little guy. Do you, do you know what my favorite kind of pyro gauge is? One that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. But uh, that being said, yeah. if you're running a competition engine, we get the whole extra sensor thing. We're not bagging yeah. on here. We get that. Yeah. But if you're just, you know. If you're, if you're Chuck, it, just trying to tow his trailer. Yeah. Like you don't need an individual pyro. On you every don't need cylinder. a temperature gauge before and after your intercooler. Like, yeah. Or before and after your turbo. Like. Yeah. Oh, Ashford was talking about one today. A guy wanted a pyro at his manifold, so pre-turbo, and then at his tailpipe, like after the muffler. <laughs> like, okay. Like I could tell you what that temp is right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, less. Yeah. <laughs> Way less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like less to where I wouldn't even worry about it. Yeah. Like you can go touch it. <laughs> like are, are you melting tailpipes? Yeah. Are, what? What? It seems it seems like a high price to <laughs> to monitor something out there to like do you can like do you start your truck in your garage and you've melted the side of your what are you doing yeah, like, like what what negated a, a a probe in your tailpipe like I mean the only only time I could ever see that no I don't know if I could ever see it I, <laughs> but like emissions trucks that go into region like they get hot in the yeah. exhaust way back there like mm-hmm. that's why you'll see trucks with vented tips or you see vented tips out there. Mm-hmm. That, that's because those things get freaking hot, really hot. Yeah. Um, but why does it matter? You don't need to know what it is back there. Yeah. It's already when done you, and gone. You've used it. Yeah. When you, yeah. Maybe it's a competition. I don't know. That's all I got to say on yeah. that. <laughs> that segues perfectly into my rant. And yeah. it's actually a rant about gauges. My rant is watch your freaking gauges, folks. Yeah. Just to the point where I've had conversations before with people where I, I, I really do, I'm trying to like diagnose with them over the phone, which yeah. we often do. That's that's yeah. fine. I've, if we can we diagnose usually... over the phone, we can get your parts and know what you really need. Yeah. And he was, you know, my AGTs are high. Like, okay, what are you seeing? Oh, I'm seeing like 13 all the time. I'm like, okay, like 13 from a stop, 13 trailer, 13 up a Give hill. Me scenario. Yeah, do you have a boost gauge? Yeah, well, what are you seeing for boost? It seems low. Well, what are you seeing now? Like, okay. And we went over all those numbers. What were you seeing before? I don't know. I never looked. Like, then how do you know these are high? Who told you they're high? <laughs> yeah. And it, are you high? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I didn't seriously. say that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but it, it, it's like, if you don't have a baseline to go on, and I'm like, I'm trying to ask him, like, what's going on here? And so I, I gave him homework. I was like, hey, go drive your truck like you normally do. I need you to monitor your gauges. Like, yeah. I don't care if you have to get a notepad, write them down, but I need you to find out when you're hitting 13, 
Like, is it only when you... For all I know, he's pulling a trailer and he's got a, a wing backwards on his roof. Yeah. You know? or, and, and But there's... The scenario he was telling me, he's basically saying, like, from a dead stop, I can hit 13 no matter what. And I was like, well, if you're flooring it every time you leave, <laughs> yeah. that's to- totally possible. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah. Easy. So if you have gauges, monitor them, at least know what you're supposed to see yeah. on your gauges. Yeah. And always remember, like, pyro stuff, like, remember, diesel engines, like, your foot is the fuel. Your foot is the fuel. So if your EGTs are getting hot and you've already got... And this is already have like boost is there mm-hmm. where it should be. And you're still back out of the truck. It's not going to, it's just not going to end well. Yeah. We're going to kill a It's fuel. not going to end no. well, man. <laughs> like it's you're, just back out of it. Your foot's the fuel. Mm-hmm. Control it. Yeah. Hit me you with yours. You, you had, yeah. you did some work this weekend. So yeah. So, um, this is my, this is my rant. Are we on rants right now? Okay. All right. So, um, so uh, transmission, we're mm-hmm. good. We're running. Mm-hmm. It's a gas transmission. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> a high stall converter on a 6.2 diesel. That makes a ton of power. <laughs> that makes so much power, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it kind of sucks. It's not that fun on the freeway. When I'm going like 45 and under, mm-hmm. it like just thinks I'm just like on this, just thinks I got this gas engine and I'm just barely kind of just fluffing around mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like it'll like on the freeway i'll really jump because i've got okay i don't have hills going home i would call them slight inclines yeah, right? rollers, the, rollers yeah. right and uh it's funny because like before the hill i'm like all right i gotta i gotta get at least four pounds of boost and uh and that'll get me to the point where it won't downshift because if it downshifts it's gonna go down two gears mm-hmm so you're screaming at Can't first. do that yeah. <laughs> on a 6.2 because it, it literally, the first time it did it, I about crapped my pants because it went to four grand and I've <gasps> never heard a 6.2 rev at four grand. And that was frightening. That was four frightening, grand 6.2. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know it could go that high. That's terrifying. Yeah, it was terrifying. And then, the, but I mean, the transmission is shifting fine. It just, it obviously it's used to or it needs higher rpms for a the guy next to you was like oh my god like, what is that thing doing <laughs> it's gonna like, blow oh, up crap. so you gotta kind of like <laughs> feather the throttle lightly so it only downshifts one gear mm. so that's fun you know i don't know it looks cool it it moves it gets me to work that's yeah. what you know yeah that's where i'm at you know right what's now. cool showing up to work on time and it doesn't leak actually i take that back i do have a slight leak but the stupid pan gasket and the stupid pan mm. i mean there's just a stamp steel pan with a cruddy little rubber pan gasket and the thing is leaking but other than that i mean it's runs good shifts gets me here it's got a heater i got a block heater block heaters are amazing Ew. yeah i can start up at that six two at six at last the coldest that i've started was six degrees it's pretty freaking cold yeah i will say i almost almost got to the point where i had to jump start it. <laughs> <laughs> but now we're good we're, it's 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 going okay maybe good. the next episode i'll i'll drop my Drop my uh, bomb on what I'm what I'm doing. It could be interesting. And I don't even care. You guys can get mad at me. <laughs> Send me some hate mail. You guys care. can oil up and fight him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. And on that note, that wraps up this episode. Thanks for listening and watching. Make sure you check us out next week. This is the America's Diesel Podcast, ladies Boom. and gents. Outro. Have a good one. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, Waypoint TV.
the destination for outdoor entertainment.